Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I know you're used to hearing David introduce a segment, but today you've got me because David will be sharing a treasure with you. Let's see what treasure God has given him. When you think back on your years of schooling, what subject stands out to you as the one that you liked the best? I've heard it is said that there's two main camps, the right-brained arts and literature type of people and the left-brained, more analytical math and science folks. I've always been of the left-brained camp, enjoying the inner workings of science and always have enjoyed math. That is why I was extremely excited to hear a sermon series on how math can relate to the Christian life. This was taught at a camp weekend I volunteered at as a counselor. I would like to share with you what I learned from those four sermons on addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. Let's look to the passage in Luke about the prodigal son. Luke 15, 11-16 to be specific. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. What the prodigal son wanted was freedom, riches, and livelihood. However, when he got what he wanted, was he better off for it in the end? What he gained from his father, he ultimately lost and ended up with nothing. Two verses came to mind as I read this story. Matthew sixteen twenty six. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Also, Isaiah 40, verses 6 and 7. All people are like grass. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God endures forever. So that begs the question, what have you added to your life that does not bring any glory to God, but is meaningless and worthless in the long run? These things could be wealth, games, your job, whatever it is, you plus anyone but Jesus equals nothing. Only Jesus is worth it in the long run. Focus your efforts on Him. Don't chase the next cool thing, but chase after God. He is waiting for you, as the father was waiting for his prodigal son to come home. The next topic we talked about was subtraction. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. That is where subtraction comes in. Sin is not always the big things we do, like murder or adultery. But a lot of sins are little in stature. Lust, anger, gossip, little lies. The thing about these little sins is that they build up and can overcome you easily if you let them start accumulating. As Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount, hatred is as bad as murder, and lust is as bad as adultery. So when these sins accumulate, they can take us down. That is why it is crucial to be mindful of the sin that so easily ensnares, and repent and subtract them from your life. 
Multiplication is the Great Commission in Matthew 28. Jesus tells his disciples and us to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We must multiply in numbers. Go share the gospel. Whatever it takes, even though it was Jesus' last words, they should be our first priority. Jesus poured into these twelve disciples, and those three years he spent with them was hinging on the hope that they would spread his story to the nations of the world. All of Christianity would have died if they had not shared what they had seen and heard and believed in. The same is true today. All of Christianity hinges on this generation's willingness to share his message, the good news of the gospel. So be bold. Ask God to help you, for this is why you are here, to love God and to share with others. So go and multiply. That is every Christian's commission. 1 Corinthians 12 says that we are all of one body with Christ as the head of the church. The point of this is to tell us that we are not to be divided, but unified as Christians, having different gifts, but the common goal to love and serve God. You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures that God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thank you for listening. And remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.